Hi guys, welcome back. Um, last episode I recorded was a lot more emotional and personal because I wanted to make clear why I haven't put anything out in the previous months and um, just wanted to clear the air and, you know, fight my own demons. If you haven't listened to the last episode, I would suggest you do it at some point if you feel like it. Um, it's quite insightful in general. I tried to make it useful just for you know not, not just for me but anyone that was listening as well for this episode we're gonna grab a lighter topic <laughs> i want to talk about spirituality this has also been suggested by a lot of you guys on instagram um it is quite known i think that i'm very spiritual that I practice spirituality for a long time now and I do it in many different ways and every time I share parts of my you know spiritual journey there's always interesting questions coming from you guys and I always appreciate it and I think that it would be a good idea to share that with you guys to share it with all of you um it's 22:33 right now which is also a good sign um in numerology um spirits basically spirit basically sends signs in in forms of numbers and and sometimes uh animals or whatever you ask for but especially in numbers um there are numbers that frequently appear you can um look up angel numbers and numerology if you're interested in that topic i would love to talk about it today as well but that's probably going to be a little bit too long to mention here. If you're interested in it, if you're interested in me explaining numerology, please let me know and I'll make sure I'll record an, record an extra episode about that. But today we're going to talk about spirituality, but specified um, and broken down. We're going to talk about meditating, manifesting. Um, frequencies and birth charts <laughs> because we will also need this for full moon and new moon rituals um yeah that's basically it that's basically what we're going for today <laughs> like i said it's been requested basically spirituality guys before i fully get into this i want you to relax relax for this episode like currently i'm listening i'm listening to frequencies as well as i record i'm just gonna turn this down a little bit i'm gonna explain frequencies at some point but let's start by talking about what spirituality means to me spirituality is widely discussed nowadays i feel like it's also become a trend um since the pandemic has happened i believe it's because you know since we we have had this pandemic around you know since since the pandemic started it gave us a lot of time to self-reflect and to look at life and ourselves and our own lives and and think about who we are where we're meant to be and you know what what place we're taking in this world and what being in the present moment and what you know the future really means and what this life actually means and what purposes we're supposed to have or are we even supposed to have a life purpose and what happiness really is what material materiality actually means what what it means um to be minimalistic in life um to know your soul to know your spirit to know your to, mindset and and your your headspace Mental health has been a big topic, right? And with mental health, people got more into spirituality. I'm a big user of TikTok. I spend a lot of time on TikTok. I I spend hours on TikTok. I'll be really honest here. Especially at night, I scroll through TikTok. And especially on TikTok, I've realized that people have gotten very involved in spirituality. Especially since this pandemic, like I've said. And I think it is because we want to understand things and we live in times where 
everything's so complicated and unclear. How many of us know what's going to happen in the next two months or even in the next week? We're constantly questioning the future. What's going to happen next? Is there another lockdown? When is this lockdown going to end? Are we going to come, like, come clean out of this pandemic? What's going to happen with Corona? You know, all these testing, all the, the vaccination and all these things. We're in a space right now that's very unclear. Humans are naturally questioning life and existence and always interested in knowing. This is why we have science. This is why we have philosophy and psychology. This is why we have these things in life. We have categories. Even politics is, you know, falls into that category. Maths, languages. We love, we love giving things names, putting things into categories, labeling things, labeling ourselves. You know, we have um, identities that we want to make clear. Human beings are naturally interested in labeling and giving names, understanding, um, organizing things, putting things in, in places, you know, even if it's just in our heads or, or in our tongues. We just always have this in our nature. So with the pandemic happening, this is what I believe. With the pandemic happening, right, we've lost track about you know we've lost we've lost track of the future we don't know where we're headed we don't know where um this life is gonna go or this future is gonna go so we're left with questions and historically known questions lead to people that seek for answers that look for answers and some of us have found spirituality and religion falls into it as well, you know, or, you know, I believe that religion, spirituality, psychology, and taking a personality test falls into this too. We just want to make sure we know what's next. I've seen people get into um, birth charts and zodiac signs, for example. People come and ask me, people that I've, I would never expect would be into spirituality. You know, people that would belittle people um, that were into spirituality. They, they, you know, they would come to me in these past months and ask me, Ashley, what does my birth chart mean? Like, what does it mean if I'm a Capricorn Venus <laughs> or something like that, right? And it made me realize that this pandemic kind of has overall has the same effect on us also with tarot readings and looking into the future i i go on youtube i you know i youtube i use youtube as a as a good source of um videos about spirituality and i see these tarot readings you know pick a pile readings some of some of you spirituality fans would know will know what i'm talking about but they're for the ones that don't know there are videos on youtube um, from mediums that do tarot readings um, or psychics that do tarot readings um, they do piles different piles and you just choose them by energy and then click on the minute where they speak about the pile that, pile that you've chosen and that message is meant for you and your future and then you just listen to this video and find out about your future these videos I've seen videos with thousands and thousands of views and comments whole communities growing within the spiritual community. It's a good thing because spirituality isn't bad. Knowing the future or knowing bits of the future, having some guidance isn't bad or knowing yourself isn't bad. In fact, you should, you should question things about yourself. Um, maybe not be crazy about labels, but e even if you are, that's okay. Whatever you want, right? But spirituality is a good thing. And spirituality is for everyone. It doesn't matter if you... Believe in something else. Believe in a God. It doesn't matter if you don't believe in a God at all. If you're atheist, right? It doesn't matter if you're into Hinduism or Judaism or Christianity, Islam, whatever it is. Spirituality accepts you. You are welcome in spirituality. So have this in mind as we continue this episode. 
So what I do to practice the kind of spirituality that brings me the most peace is by meditating. And I meditate in different ways, but the kind that I think is the most effective, um, I will be talking about now. I meditate the best with moon phases. I coordinate myself with the universe and the alignment of the planets and, and stars. Why is that? Basically, guys, and this is important to know because I'll also talk about zodiac signs and birth charts and you will need to know this information. The reason why in spirituality we believe, or in, in this part of spirituality, we believe that stars and planets have an effect on us is because we share the same particles as stars and planets, the same elements. We consist of the same things. If you are more scientific and you're skeptic because you're scientific and you believe in, you know, scientific proof of spirituality, let me tell you, if you believe in the Big Bang Theory, for example, and you believe that, you know, stars um, clashed and you know, from that, particles um, created planets and then um, from that, that happened again and again and again, you know, like um, elements mixing. And then we had um, the planet Earth with water, air, fire and Earth, you know, the four elements. Um, and from that, life um, kind of existed. We started with... Um, microbiology basically and then went on with evolution theory right um looking at it from a scientific view we have this if this is what you believe in then let me tell you spirituality as in astrology and uh you know the the practice of spirituality connected to the cosmos isn't very different from this because spirituality astrology uh, cosmology in in a spiritual sense doesn't rule out evolution theory and the Big Bang theory. In fact, it is a part of it. What we believe is that the reason we are so influenced by the universe, the universal alignments, is because we are one with the universe. Literally. Physically. One with the universe. One example. Stars. Stars and human beings, we share the same particles we are made of the same thing actually they are basically our creators right physically speaking this is why we believe that they have an impact on us why they impact us the moon is proven to control water for example oceans and all that we're made of mostly water why can we not accept the fact that the moon influences us too Moon phases influences too, just like moon phases influence, you know, the waters of the world. So that's one thing to keep in mind about this part of spirituality. This is why I manifest and meditate for specific moon phases, not all moon phases, which you can do as well. But my favorite moon phases to manifest and meditate are full moon and new moon, both of them representing something else that we should consider. Basically, with each moon phase, the moon enters a different zodiac sign. Each zodiac sign represents something else. So let's say Capricorn, organ organizational skills, uh, for example. I'll just mention one thing for every, not every sign, but every that comes into my mind right now. Virgo, critical. Scorpio, deep emotions. Gemini, communication. Aquarius, um, internal communication, you know, soul communication. Pisces, dreams, visions, emotions, right? Um, stuff like this. Every zodiac sign represents a different thing or many different things. You know, the good and the bad. And the moon enters different zodiac signs with each phase. We had... a. Was it a, that was a full moon, was it? Yeah, it was a full moon last weekend. We had a full moon in Pisces. No, sorry, Virgo last time. We're in Pisces season. 
we had a full moon in Virgo last time. Virgo, you know, is a very is a sign that criticizes a lot, self-critical especially. They question. They are into philosophy. Virgos are looking at things and they want to understand. Virgos are emotional, but internally they don't really show. Virgos, um, what else can I say about Virgos? Virgos are loners, but in a good way. They isolate themselves to understand understand themselves more, but they're also good with people. It's not like they're introverts. They don't necessarily have to be introverts, but they like being in themselves and they don't really feel lonely. It's like a little um, space of peace for them. In the full moon, in Virgo, for example, these qualities of Virgo, the good and the bad, are heightened in all of us. Especially if you have Virgo placements, and we'll get to placements in a bit. But especially if you have Virgo placements, you will feel them especially heightened. But even if you have no Virgo placements in your chart, all of us feel these qualities as we go through that moon phase. And usually when we will feel them is a week prior to the full moon already, or the new moon, whatever phase we're in. But especially in full moon, these qualities of each sign are heightened. New moon too. But especially full moon, like I said. <laughs> um, and what you're supposed to do is focus on these parts of yourself. And make sure that you're, you're um, taking care of yourself uh, when it comes to these parts, right? Why I meditate and manifest during full moon phases is because of these heightened emotions and heightened qualities. So with each sign, every I just know what each sign represents and what um, at what time these um, representations or these, these parts of these zodiac signs are heightened. I concentrate on them and I work on them with each full moon and new moon. Full moons, actually... Hold up. Let me pull out my notes. We want to do this proper, guys. I already took notes before I started recording. Actually recorded a couple times. Not going to lie. <laughs> I just want to do it right. So like I said, full moons, heightened emotions, they can cause friction and tension. And you're supposed to take care of them. That's why it's good to know what sign each full moon enters so that you know what in what area of your life or in what part of your soul you will feel things more intense and how they could influence your daily life. For example, when Virgo full moon happened, I felt very triggered by a lot of things. I just felt like I needed to be alone. I felt like every communication that I would have with people, it felt so intense to me that I just was like, okay, I need to take some space. I need to be in my own four walls and in my own space because I just felt like everything was too much to me. I could, that part of me was really heightened and I was extra critical with everything and everyone around me. And I and I knew Virgo full moon was coming up and I, I knew when Virgo full moon happened why I feel certain things. And I was really careful of that, for example, especially in Pisces season when, you know, tension could be really intense, especially because Pisces is a very emotional sign. Um, full moons are powerful, um, are a powerful time to practice gratitude. Why is that so important, guys? Gratitude. Let me explain this to you. So, when I meditate, I manifest as well. If manifesting is something foreign to you, let me explain it like this to you. Manifesting is speaking things or dreaming things and visioning things into reality pulling the things into your life that you wish to have fixing parts about your life fixing parts in yourself manifesting is making things come true now i know a lot of people already know of this and they're like oh that law of attraction bullshit you don't even <laughs> you don't even have to say that here okay open mind as i said the law of attraction um introduced or manifesting has always been around, law of attraction as well. But um, a lot of people know The Secret, the book The Secret, and Law of Attraction on Netflix, for example, or just know Law of Attraction by, the, by these three words, right? And they know manifesting from that and speaking things into reality. It's way deeper than how the internet mostly explains it. 
But basically what you do when you manifest is you use the law of attraction, which is you attract good things. If you have good energy, you attract bad things. If you have bad energy, with every thought, you attract that whatever you think of. And the universe basically always says yes, whatever you say. So if you say, I'm such a shit person, the universe just goes yes. And you remain shit. Okay, <laughs> that sounds horrible. But this is basically how it works. The universe always says yes to everything you say. So if you treat yourself like a little bit more kind <laughs> and, um, you know, speak your, thing, your things into existence and you say, I'm rich. I am rich in emotions. I'm rich in wealth. I'm rich in health. I'm rich in my social life and love. I'm surrounded by love. I'm a loving person. I love people genuinely and I show them love genuinely and I give nothing but love. The universe says yes, 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 yes. And you receive more of it. But you need to really mean it when you say it. Because the law of attraction doesn't just go by words and thoughts. It goes by energy. And that's the whole science of it. It's energy. And there is a scientific part about this as well. If um, my skeptics right now are questioning this, you can look into this. It's scientifically proven that energies do have an influence on environments. And there's a whole science to it, really. But basically, you attract these things with your energy. And there are different frequencies to energy. It starts from low vibrations to high vibrations. And I'm just going to mention the ones that are the highest frequencies, that are the highest energies that bring the most positive vibe to you, that help you manifest and create better reality for yourself. It starts with, oops, I just hit the microphone. I'm sorry if you heard that. <laughs> it starts with contentment. That's the most basic it sounds harsh, but that's the most basic positive energy that you can start, you know, working on. Be content. I once mentioned in my story when someone asked me, Ashley, how can I be happy? Like, what is the key to happiness? I said, treat your life as if you already have everything. Like, act like as if everything you have is already the way it should be and everything that you want or that you're missing in life treat them as extras things that you would be really happy about but you don't really need them when you're too desperate with things you forget how to be content you forget how to be grateful and I will get to gratitude because like I said this is the most important thing but if you're not content with things you can't be grateful. If you're not content with things, you won't receive other things. Contentment is very easy. You accept the fact that this is how you are, this is where you are, and this is your life. And there is nothing bad about it. You think about all the good things. All the good things you have. All your good qualities. All the positivity around you. And you tell yourself you're okay and you're happy with all of this. And that you are satisfied. That creates a positive change in your energy. A positive shift in your energy. The second energy. Um, well, the second level to this would be hopefulness. So you're content. But you're hopeful. You hope for better things. You have hope. You understand that things can be better. You're content with things, but you understand that there is space for better things in your life. And you appreciate that hopefulness. You're not desperately hopeful. You don't think of your dreams and goals like, fuck, I want this so bad. Like, I really want to have a, I don't know, I really want to have this car. I really want to have this and that. You don't think of it like this. You are positively hopeful. You're like, wow, I would love to publish my book and I have hope I, I know one day I could you know I have hope for it I, I know one day there could be an open door to this but I'm content with everything that I have it would be just amazing to have this other thing right 
Above that, we have belief and optimism, like I said, with the hope that we have created. We believe that our hope and our contentment will bring more positive change, will bring more to us. And above that, we have enthusiasm and eagerness. We're enthusiastic about things. We are happy about the goals that we've set. We're happy about the things that we desire, even if they're small goals, even if it's like, I will wake up earlier tomorrow. Even that, you know, small things. It doesn't have to be something big and crazy. And above that, we have passion. Loving what you desire in a healthy way. Really going for the things that you love. Really going for the things that matter to you. Passionately working on things. Passionately having hope for things. Having optimism for things. You know, having eagerness for things. And above that, and that is the highest positive frequency that you can give out, is love appreciation and joy and that is what makes gratitude gratitude has levels to them and those are the levels the ones that i've just mentioned once you have reached these energies step by step you reach the highest level gratitude appreciation joy you're grateful for the things you have you're grateful for everything you're grateful to be the person that you are i'm gonna have to say bye to matthew sorry guys (laughs) I have you. He was in the studio and sorry, I'll return back. So you have to be grateful for the things that you have and you have to do it step by step. I'll say it again. Contentment, hopefulness, belief and optimism, enthusiasm and eagerness, passion, and then love, appreciation and joy. And that what makes you grateful and that what has you attract better things into your life because positive energy will attract more positive energy will attract more opportunities will attract more good things in your life and this is how we create the ultimate feeling of gratitude and this is how manifesting works the best once you have reached this you start manifesting you can manifest anything Big dreams, you know, big goals, small goals, it doesn't matter. Just as completely up to you. It could be personal, it could be material, it could be metaphysical, it could be anything. I'm not going to give you guidelines on that. You know, I'm not going to draw borders for dreams and goals and aspirations. It's quite easy, actually. So, understand what you want, what you desire. Now write them down. What do you want? Just write them down simply, the way you think of them. Remember them and then meditate. Like I said, excuse me, I'll say that again. For the moon phases. Like I said, full moons are perfect for gratitude. You think of all the things you have, all the things that you're grateful for. When you meditate, you meditate gratitude you manifest gratitude you manifest with that feeling of gratitude write down everything you possess everything that you're proud of everything within you that you're proud of everything that you've reached that you're proud of or you know things that give you love and joy and appreciation write them down and when you meditate think of them think of them with your whole body I usually do this for 5 to 10 minutes or sometimes even 30 minutes, 30 minutes. It depends on how calm I am. So depending on how calm you are, I would suggest you do it like that. That's a good way to meditate for full moon. And for new moon, and new moons are usually my favorite, for new moon, we usually use this opportunity to write down intentions and goals and write you know write down what we want to manifest like i've said and make use of the new moon energy to start manifesting things into reality so with the full moon that we've had we already created such a big amount of gratitude such a big amount of good energy and we keep going on um with that you know even if you don't actively meditate and manifest you know tell yourself in the mornings 
whatever you're thankful for. You know, sometimes some people read affirmations or repeat affirmations or listen to affirmations. And affirmations basically are words of encouragement, words, you know, sentences that actually heighten your emotions, uh, heighten your vibration, heighten your gratitude and appreciation levels and your frequency so that you can constantly uh, attract good things. And you can do this even if you feel like shit, even if you are sad, even if you are actually really angry at things or upset with things, it still works. It still works, okay? So don't worry about that. Spirituality doesn't like doesn't exclude feeling shit or feeling depressed. You can be depressed and be spiritual. You can be toxic and be spiritual. You can be negative and be spiritual. Spirituality is a journey and you're supposed to work on your emotions and we're human beings. We have both. We have we have so many layers, you know, we have different parts of our characters and it's okay. That's totally accepted and that's how it should be. You know, we don't want to be toxic positive. We don't fuck with this. So for new, uh, for new moon, we manifest these things into reality finally. And we write down our goals and start manifesting. How I do it, and this is my tip, you can look up manifestation techniques. There's so many different techniques. But how I do it is I write a letter to my current self from my future self. So let's say I, for Virgo full moon, um, I practice gratitude for the next new moon i think the next new moon should be in pisces i'm not quite sure but it should be that way yeah i think it's in pisces but for the next new moon i will pretend like i'm writing a letter to my current self who i am right now from the perspective of who i am in april the future me a month ahead for example you can you can write from I don't know, 2022 version of yourself. You can pick your pick your future self, however you like. But let's say I do it from the point of view of me in April. So I write, start writing. Dear Journal, for example, or Dear Ashley. It's currently April, I don't know, 30th, um, 2021. I am very happy about this, this, this. And I start writing... As if I have reached every goal that I've set for myself. For example, if I want to publish five podcast episodes and have 600 listeners, I write, I'm very happy and thankful about the fact that I published five podcast episodes and each one of them had 600 views and I received such loving and beautiful feedback and I go into detail. This is how I write a letter to my current self from the point of view of my future self. And when I do this, I manifest. Basically speaking this into reality. The way this works is by assuming it has already happened in such detail, you make it happen because you give the universe a hint of, hey, this is the reality that I want. This is exactly what I want. And with the positive energy you've created and with the gratitude you've created, you get rewarded with whatever you please, whatever you wish for. And this is how manifesting works. I know this sounds crazy to, to some of you guys and I understand and it's totally fine. You don't have to, you don't have to believe in it. You don't have to practice it the way I do. And you can look into it yourself and find your own ways of doing it. There's no real rules. Like there's no real rule to it, obviously. But um, I have reached a lot of things, crazy things this way. My friends, especially, you know, um, I, I really want to mention some examples here, but um, they're so precious that I don't even want to mention them because that's how grateful I am. I'm scared of um, I'm scared of jinxing stuff for me. Um, I'm very grateful for those things that I've manifested into my life. And um, I feel like every person even in my life, and this is something I can easily mention, I feel like every single person in my life. I've manifested them and I've attracted them with my energy into my life. I have such amazing people around me. They're so supportive. They're so loving, so caring. I could just cry thinking about how blessed I am to be loved. There is so much love around me. I can never get over the fact that I am constantly loved. And that appreciation gives me more people. When I moved to London... And I was, you know, telling people about my, you know, journey 
about my experiences when I first moved there, people would tell me, how come you're this lucky? Like, how come you only come across really good people? Like, that's what people always ask me. And the thing is, the answer is really simple. I attract it. I attract it. You know, a lot of people, when they meet me, they say something about your energy, Ashley. There's something about you. You just like positively attract something you make me feel good about something you make me forget about time you make me forget about bad things this is what I hear really often and I appreciate it and you know there was a time where I wouldn't pay much attention to these comments but I realized I have a really healing role in a lot of people's lives and I think it is because I create this abundance of love around me everything I do I do with love and every communication I have it's just out of love for humanity for life for existence it doesn't matter how should I feel I always want to radiate love because the act of loving means the act of giving so selfless selflessly and expecting nothing in return but knowing things come to me naturally as well in some other ways so when I need you know I give I give I give and when I need it the most and I'm in my darkest like point in my life Suddenly, there will be someone or something sent to me magically. And I know it's an answer to my praise. And I know it's the universe sending me my reward for the fact that I've always selflessly given. And this is how it works. And this is why I've, con- why I've constantly met really good people. And even the bad people that I've met, they've, you know, opened my eyes to flaws that I've had. They've opened my eyes to lessons that I had to learn. So this is the journey of spirituality. And this is the part that I appreciate the most. And this is how manifesting works, guys. And there is nothing too complicated about that. You just have to know moon phases and um, qualities of zodiac signs. Um, And there's a lot on the internet about that, right? I don't have to go into full length when it comes to this. Um, another thing I add to meditation is frequencies, sounds, you know, like I said, I have a frequency playing in the background as I speak, and it's actually giving me such peace. It's 417 Hertz, um, frequency, it wipes out all negative energies, but I'll explain these, um, frequencies to you. Basically frequencies have been used centuries ago. This is not a new thing, guys. This is not a new thing at all. They're also known as solfeggio frequencies and they all you know are for different chakras and different parts of your soul and body and they heal they're supposed to give positive shifts and changes within your body mind and soul um there people that are in hinduism will know this and recognize this especially because they help with chakras as i've said um i'll go through seven of them so listen closely. You can also find more information about frequencies on meditativemind.org. It's a great website to use for information. I'll also, before I finish this podcast, I'll also give you more websites to look into. But 396 hertz, for example. Perfect for feelings of guilt, realizations, joy. What it does is, is um, it creates such a high frequency within your body that you kind of get rid of guilt and realize things, let go of the, this guilt and um, this negative blockage and turn it into joy so that you have power for your goals. You overcome fear with this frequency. If you have goals and you feel like you're blocked somehow energetically from reaching it because of fears or thoughts or you know, stuff like this, it makes you realize things and helps you overcome these feelings as you meditate and manifest with this frequency in playing in the background. Um, and then it gives you power to reach your goals. And this is good, good for the root chakra, by the way. You can look into that as well. How to find these frequencies? I know this is what you're probably asking. Just go on YouTube, type 396 hertz, for example. For this frequency. The next one would be 417 hertz. This one, this one wipes out all negative energy. This is what I'm playing right now. And it brings change, new beginnings. It undoes things and helps you restart. It removes negative energies from your body, your home, your behavior. It helps you with trauma, 
and is good for your sacral chakra. Then we have 528 hertz. It's the love frequency, also known as the miracle tone. It helps with transformations, reduces stress and gives extreme good energy. It helps you create miracles, manifest miracles into your life because it has the highest, you know, it has love. It's the love frequency. It's the miracle tone. Um, it's good for your solar plexus chakra. Then we have six, 639 hertz. It um, helps you connect and balance interpersonal relationships. So basically introspection. It, it go, has you go in to your soul. It creates harmony in social relationships due to that harmony within yourself. It is a good uh, frequency to listen to if you feel like you can't communicate certain things or, um, you know, connect with others. It helps you create tolerance and love for your surrounding. It is perfect for the heart chakra. Then we have the 741 hertz frequency. It is good for solving problems and awakening intuition. Basically, solving problems comes with understanding what your gut feeling tells you and this frequency helps you connect with your gut feeling and intuition so you can solve problems in your life. It promotes expression. It's good for the throat chakra, which is, you know, representative of the of expression. Next, we have 800 852 hertz frequency. It um raises awareness and has you return to spiritual order. You know, what you, your spirit is meant to do. It opens you up, awakens you, embraces inner strength. And this is why it's good for the third eye chakra. So then we have, this is the last one, um, 963 hertz. It is, the, it is also awakening intuition. It's also good for miracles. It raises positivity in extreme ways. And it helps us connect to the perfect state of your soul. Um, it creates oneness. It's, uh, it has you go back to your original perfect state. It's perfect for the crown chakra. So these are the frequencies that you can use when you meditate and manifest. And these actually really, really genuinely help. Another thing that I would consider looking into is crystals. Every crystal represents something else. It's a different chakra, a different part of your soul, different um, zodiac sign maybe even, or a different part about yourself. You know, crystals that I really appreciate, um, for example, are lapis lazuli. Great for creativity and the throat chakra and communication and the third eye. Also, my favorite, my favorite crystal is the rose quartz. I always carry one with my bag. It's the crystal of love, the highest frequency. It's the crystal of positive changes. And there's so many different crystals that you could consider, like amethyst, for example, also good for creativity and communication and, and spirituality. And yeah, just look into crystals and find your crystal or find many crystals, whatever you wish and desire to do. And, um, you know, manifest and meditate with those. Um, you can also charge them with every full moon. You can charge your spiritual tools. You can charge uh, your crystals, your tarot cards, if you're using tarot cards. And even charge yourself, obviously, because, you know, they heighten uh, energies as well. Um, what I want to say, though, Moldavite, I know that the Internet promotes this right now, especially TikTok. It's bullshit. Moldavite is bullshit. Don't look into that. That's not a real thing. Some people have asked me this as well. And with that, we're coming to the last part of this episode. I don't want to make it too long. It's already 44 minutes. And um. I know that it's really difficult to get through these podcasts when they're this long, but I promise this is the last part of this episode. Birth charts and planets and what they mean. I'm just going to quickly explain this to you guys so that you know what to look into with each moon phase and um, you know what it means in your birth chart, what it means to your birth chart. Let, let, for example, let's say it's Virgo full moon. You don't know what placement you have what Virgo placement you have and you find out your Virgo in your Mars and you don't know what that means I'll explain it to you very quickly and easily so basically as I've said the cosmos has an influence on us every planet represents a different aspect of us 
I know a lot of people they're into astrology and they just know their sun sign and rising sign and they think that's it but it's not astrology is way more complicated than that basically every planet represents a different aspect of your character you're not just your sun sign this is why when you sometimes read horoscopes for example or these instagram posts about zodiac signs you're just going um i can't relate to this like no i'm not like this i'll give you an example scorpios always you know on social media on instagram on these posts Everyone is always like, oh, Scorpios are so sexual. All they want is sex and all that bullshit, right? And I'm just like, I'm the biggest prude. Like, I'm the biggest prude. I'm super low-key about that part of my life. You will, like, I'm just, no, no. And everyone's like, how are you even a Scorpio? You seem like a Capricorn. And I'm like, yeah, because my rising sign is a Capricorn and my Venus and Mars is a Capricorn. No, sorry, my rising sign is Aquarius, which is actually worse. But, um... You know, these things are the reason why I'm different on different aspects of my life. And we'll get to this now. So, your sun sign is what you are in your core. That's your foundation. That's your zodiac sign, what you know as your zodiac sign, right? When I say sun sign, people are like, what's my sun sign? Basically, your sun sign is what you know as your zodiac sign, what you're born under. That's what you are in your core, your foundation. Then you have your moon sign in your birth chart. By the way, if you don't know where to find your chart, I suggest to look at cafeastrology.com. I think it is .com. Excuse me if it's not. But if you Google Cafe Astrology birth chart, you will find it. It calculates it for you perfectly and you can look at your chart perfectly. If not, a lot of people use CoStar. Not a big fan of it. I'm not going to get into this because I don't want to be sued. But uh, the pattern is an amazing app to look at. Um, yeah, so you have your moon sign. Your moon sign is how you feel. It's your emotional level. A lot, like if you're an artist, it's really cool to look at to, at your moon sign and understand what makes your creativity so special. Once you understand your moon sign, it's really easy to understand your creative level. Then you have your Mercury. Mercury stands for your brain, your rational, your, how you think, okay? This is good to know if you... Um, want to know where you would fit into perfectly with uh, your career, for example, it's uh, or with what you want to study. And then we have Mars. Mars represents how you act, how you behave. This is temperament, passion, um, you know, sex and ang- anger and all these things and everything basically that is about act, like behavior. Then there's your Venus. Venus is the planet of love, obviously. So this represents love, how you are when you fall in love, when you're in a partnership, how you love, basically. Jupiter is how you grow. That's your growth element. Saturn is how you achieve what you go for. This is also good in combination with Mercury to know. And then you have your Uranus, which is evolving, how you evolve, how you go about with change, generational change. Then you have Neptune, which is I dream. Those are your goals, what you aspire to be, um, what you desire. Then you have Pluto, which is I empower, what you stand for, what you, you know, um, push, what you look for. This is more like an environmental thing, right? What you need to know here is planets have different cycles and cycle lengths. So, um, you know, sun signs... You, you know, change every month type of thing. For example, Scorpio goes from mid-October to mid-November, something like that. Um, basically, Uranus, Neptune and Pluto have really long um, cycle lengths from like 12 to 30 years even. So these, I call them generational um, signs. This is why a lot of us, Gen Z, millennials, we share... Um, how we evolve, how we dream, what we empower, values, you know, basic values. That's why we share them. It's also important to know what um, phases we're in, in the years that we live in. For example, we're currently, you know, Neptune, Uranus and Pluto, we're currently in heavy air elements. Air signs are all about communication and politics and all these things. This is why, especially these past years, they've been all about mental health and politics and 
all these things because we are currently in that energy. And now knowing your own chart and knowing what energies we're in, you can go about life a little bit more easier. And yeah, that just works easier. Apart from that, this is your tropical chart, by the way, guys, if you look into it. Apart from that, we have houses. This is where your ascending sign comes into. We've, um, I've actually had someone ask me about this. I'll make this quick as well. We have 12 houses. Basically, first house is your ascending sign. That's your rising sign. That's the house of self. This is the, the sign that kind of represents how you sh show yourself to the world and how people perceive you. Um, then we have the second house. It's the house of value. What you value, how you value things in life and within yourself. The third house is the house of sharing. It's how you communicate and treat. Fourth is house of home. That's your home life and how you're within your own four walls and your family. Fifth house is house of pleasure. That's your romantic self, how you would be as a parent and partner. Then we have the sixth house. That's the house of health. That's your mental and physical health. Then we have your seventh house. That's the house of balance, partnerships of all kinds, aka awareness of connections with others. Then we have your eighth house. Um, that's a house of transformation. It's money, money making, spending, giving, aka sex as well. Death and endings and how you deal with such things. Ninth house is house of purpose. That's how you approach um, the world's cultures and knowledge. That's traveling where you want to live and all these things. The tenth house is house of enterprise. That's very important for pe people that are all about goals and, and you know, success. Um, that's your tenth house, house of enterprise. It is about what you desire, what motivates you and what you want to achieve. Your 11th house is the house of blessings. It's community, where you are, where you long to be in this world, how you look at friends in the world. And your tw 12th house is the house of sacrifice. That's luck and pri privacy. Now, we also have, you know, South Node and North Node, which basically is also part of your birth chart, which represents your destiny in life and what you're meant to do, what your purpose is. And then we have Chiron, which is the the pain that life will give you, basically what your biggest pain in life will be. You can also look into that. It's very interesting. And then, like I said, there's numerology, knowing your life path number and all these things. But I cannot mention this in this episode now. We're reaching an hour. But this is everything that I wanted to mention. And I hope it helped you in some ways. If you're manifesting, meditating, if, if not, welcome to this world. And if you want to try it, give it a try. Let me know how you feel about it. And if you have any questions or if you want me to cover anything else about this topic, just let me know. And I'll call this an episode. And I hope it was useful. Sending you lots of love and light. And I hope that whatever you manifest, if you're manifesting, comes true. And yeah, till next time.